Welcome to another edition of our Visits with Summit Point, a special series of The Richard Pyatt Show. Glad to have you back with us today. Today, we're talking about assisted outpatient treatment at Summit Point, and Lakita and Stacia are the experts because they're helping to make that program happen at Summit Point, and they're with us today. Thanks for your time, both of you. Thank you for having us. So what's the goal of AOT, assisted outpatient treatment? The goal of the AOT is to help those individuals with severe mental illness who need assistance in the community, um, who lack insight into their need for treatment, um, who otherwise don't engage in mental health treatment on their own. And so the court order is there to assist them in managing their mental health um, involuntarily. I see. So there's usually a court order involved to help get That's the process correct. going. I see. These types of programs, this type of program is quite integral, isn't it? I mean, these this, the, based on your description, we're talking about folks who, without the assistance of folks like you, wouldn't be getting the help they need. That's correct. Um, and a lot of times those individuals end up um, in our law enforcement department repeatedly or in the hospital repeatedly. Um, because for one, they're not getting the adequate treatment. And so the court order is there to help assist them uh, gain the knowledge um, to engage otherwise voluntarily. Mm -hmm. And so would you say that most of them participate readily in this process? Or is this something that you have to help them navigate? Stacia, is that fair to say? Something we have to help them navigate, focusing on meeting them where they're at, in the program? Yeah, boy, you know, in just the few conversations I've had with uh, with you now and some of your colleagues, I've heard that a lot. You have to go to them, right? Uh, in these cases, Summit Point has done a terrific job of, of creating an infrastructure and a plan whereby folks can come to you. But in situations like this, Lakita, it, it doesn't work that way, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. And so we find ourselves um, sometimes with our hands tied because these individuals just don't recognize that they need treatment. So it's really difficult to get a person to engage, you know, with medication management, with case management services who don't think they need that. Hmm. And so really meeting them where they're at, you know, continuing to engage them to continuing to um, involve natural supports like family, anybody we can really pull on to help them recognize that, you know, this is the right level of treatment. One of the tricky things with mental illness is an individual will sometimes be prescribed medication and they start to feel better. And so then they go back to not feeling like they need the meds. They'll stop those medications. Hmm. And then we find ourselves in that cycle where two or three months later, they're back sick and needing to be hospitalized because they're not managing it. Wow. Well, I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? I feel good. I don't need this anymore. We're we're su- we're such a society of um uh, of the pill that fixes us, right? And so uh, when we're in that scenario, we feel as though we've we've corrected the problem and this is this is ongoing treatment. So, Stacia, how as someone who is active in this program and helping folks, how do you deal with a situation like that when someone has said, "Okay, I don't need this anymore," and they really do? I think it's about helping them to recognize some of those, the problems that they're having in their life and how we can help navigate some of those issues so that it's not this continuous cycle. Right. And so in doing so, it sounds like you're you're trying to reason with them at that point. Lakita, is that a good way to put it? Yeah. That's a, that's a really good way to put it. You know, like Stacia said earlier, really meeting them where they're at. So there's going to be those individuals who 
you know, want to take the holistic route. route. Um, they don't believe in medications. They don't want to be labeled um, as being mentally ill because of the stigma. And so helping to reduce that stigma, helping to um, get people to understand that just because they have a mental illness is no different than having a physical ailment. And mm-hmm. sometimes to cure those ailments, we need medication to help and to assist. Um, but that's not the cure-all, be-all, right? So what other services can we put in place to help them um, be acclimated to the community, You know, engage in employment, go to therapy, group therapy? Um, a lot of our folks have co-occurring disorders, which means they have substance use on top of mental illness. So how do we address each of those things and help them um, navigate the system that is created to assist? Right. I was having this conversation with someone else um, recently, one of your other colleagues, the notion that your program is meant to address a certain need, but yet interwoven with all of that are other practical challenges that are interfering with it, aren't there? There are. There's a number of barriers that we find for the specific population of people, you know, housing is a huge barrier, finding appropriate and manageable housing, you know, that they can afford. Mm -hmm. Transportation is huge, especially here in Calhoun County. We have very limited um, natural supports for transportation. And so sometimes individuals may recognize their need for treatment, but they don't have a way to get there or a means to get there. And that's just one more thing added to the list um, that deters them from engaging in treatment. So Mm -hmm. there's a number of things that, you know, outside of just the mental illness itself that we have to take into consideration as well. So let's just stick with those two examples. How do you handle that? So now you have a client for whom you're trying to create a a stable environment where they stay on the medication they need, and now they can't get to an appointment or uh, they don't have a, a reasonable place to live. How do you handle that? One of the benefits we have to the ALT team is we have two case managers we have a peer support specialist and we have a healthcare advocate. And so between those members of the team, we're seeing them, you know, three to four times within the week by the case manager a couple times a month. And the peer support, the healthcare advocate and the case managers, when appropriate, can pick those customers up, advocate for them, take them into their appointments and be that support that they need, um, especially sometimes when they go into, you know, doctor's appointments, they're able to go in with them. So if there's things that they don't understand, they can help explain it. They know they can be a part of their treatment mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, um, it really is a commitment on your parts mm-hmm. to these, these lives, man, uh, this is, uh, critical. And yet, you know, those of us who may not be familiar with this uh, whole uh, structure are saying, well, how do we fix this? And uh, you're painting a picture where some of the simplest things that some of us do every day, get in a car and drive to wherever we need to go, are not possible. And that is such a a gateway to everything we need. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. As you paint this picture, are you seeing folks in your program who eventually say, I'm all set. Uh, I understand what I need to be doing. I have my housing. I have my transportation. Thanks. I'll check in with you periodically and and you wave goodbye to them. Or is this more prevalently a situation where you're involved in the management of these things indefinitely? I would say the goal is to get there to where, you know, they're able to navigate these things on their own and they can touch base with us as needed. Um, Mm -hmm. We haven't gotten there quite yet. 
Yeah. Right. I expected that you would say that because um, it, this is work. This this needs to uh, this needs to find some stability, and I would imagine that that can be hard to find. So the the importance of the AOT program is thereby illustrated, right? The work that the two of you are doing and your colleagues to to navigate through this and help people find their way is uh, a consistent one, and it is one that uh, is um, important. And thus, uh, one that's not going to go away, right? You're you're going to be doing this. You're committed to this. That's correct. Um, and I think one of the big takeaways, you know, when people hear court order, they think about the system. They think about, you know, it being a negative um, because they're in, involved in the court. But the court order itself is really there to help um, assist that customer recognize their need for treatment. The goal is to get them to a place of not needing to be, for lack of a better term, forced into treatment, but for them to engage in treatment on their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure there are success stories that you've seen where that, that does happen. And then somewhere you're needed. Everybody's different, right? Uh, the individuals you see, some of them need more support than others. So you probably have mm -hmm. a, a, a mixed result. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's the importance of meeting that meeting our individuals where they're at. One person may need, you know, to be seen five days a week where we have another who only needs monthly check ins. Uh -huh. So uh, before we go, let me ask you this. Uh, someone's listening to this. Maybe they have a, a family member or a friend who might benefit from from what you do, but they're not at the court level yet. Do you have any advice for them? Can can they come to you now or does the court have to get involved first? Absolutely. They can absolutely come to any one of us here um, at First Step. Um, the ALT team operates out of the urgent care here in Calhoun County. Sure. Um, and so if somebody showed up here needing some additional support, just have some questions. If somebody wanted to call, want to run a scenario, need some advice on, you know, what's the next steps, absolutely can give us a call um, at 269-966. 1460. My name is Lakita. I'm the ALT lead um, of the program here. Station's one of the case managers, but any one of us on the team is absolutely able to help navigate that. All right. Of course, on Summit Point's website, there's all kinds of information. Summitpoint.org. That's point with an E. S-U-M-M-I-T-P-O-I-N-T-E dot O-R-G. And, uh, and you can get more information. Well, congratulations, ladies, on the great work you're doing. Thank you. And thanks for this opportunity to visit with you on our continuing Summit Point series of The Richard Pyatt Show.